Good evening, brothers and sisters. Uh, we have been talking about the schemes of the evil one, the spiritual warfare that we heard about. Often we are so ignorant, we think it doesn't happen, but Satan is there because it's not a, a force, a, a kind of open, uh, forceful kind of confrontation, but rather the schemes of the evil one. He uses, he loves to use Christian to fight against Christian. He, he loves to come into Christians to come against the leaders. So this is what we want to talk about tonight. You know, Satan's schemes against the church is to attack the leader. Because the word of God tells us when you strike the shepherd, the sheep will scatter. When you strike the shepherd, the loyalty of the members, the pure heart towards uh, God and towards the church and, and the, the ministry will be, will be destroyed. And there will be a lot of suspicions. There will be a lot of, well, uh, sort of superficial kind of unity that, that is there. This is exactly the schemes of the evil one. He wants to cast out. He wants to uh, cause suspicions and division. Why? Because if that happens, the church of God will not stand strong. The kingdom of God will, be, will not be able to advance, expand because of the internal conflicts. And so this is the schemes of the, of the devil. And uh, so what do we do? against the attack in this manner against the leaders. Look at uh, 2 Corinthians 10, verse 13. We, however, will not boast beyond proper limits, but will confine our boasting to the sphere of service God himself has assigned to us, a sphere that also includes you. Neither, uh, verse 15, neither do we go beyond our limits by boasting of work done by others. We're going to read later the second half of the verse. So you see, Paul's experience with the Corinthian church because someone claims to be the super apostle and begins to influence those people and so they rejected Paul and church was divided, almost destroyed. And Paul encountered this situation. When we encounter this kind of attack, what do we do? It's not time to humble ourselves. It's not time to keep silence. But it's time to rise up and begin to boast. Not beyond the limit, remember Paul says. Not, not exaggerating, no. But begin to boast about what God has done. Boast about the revelation that God has given to us. Not beyond the limit. You see, those who have a pure heart, those who are serving God, they will not boast beyond the limit. It's only those who have self as the center, the deception that is there. They will twist and turn. They will boast about things which is actually not truthful. Well, there are elements of truth, as I always said, 
But then they twisted it. They, they spire up. But Paul said, we, we don't boast beyond the limit. Okay, so, so can you see? We need to rise up. We need to defend. Because there were times, I also don't want to say anything. You know, and, and let, let the people talk. But literally I realized that the enemies at work, if you let them do this, then it will begin to spread. It will begin to cause a lot of confusion and doubts and questions that the enemy has sowed to destroy the church. So it's not time to be, to be humble. It's time to rise up and boast. And I remember recently I had to deal with a similar kind of situation and I begin to talk about what God has done. Oh, can you hear? I can hear those demons crying behind, at the back. Well, you know, they, they didn't like that. Because what the, the truth exposed their lies and deception and their, their accusation. You know, so, so they, they, they could not defend. Because we proclaim the truth. We tell the truth. So this is exactly what Paul did. And you know there will be a reaction. And so it's important that we rise up to speak the truth against the attack of the evil one. And uh, recently I read uh, a magazine, well, do we call it a magazine? But anyway, a book that is written by this Astro TV. And one of it is about Grace Training Center. And at the end of the the book, it says here, the world will not be destroyed by those who do evil, but it will be destroyed by those who have seen it and do nothing. So in church, there are a lot of people, they keep hearing those accusations and attacks. They didn't do anything. They just listened. Instead of rising up, coming against it, exposing those, those accusations, those uh, slander or the, 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 the foul spirit of those people. No, they, they did nothing. So the enemy was able to infiltrate and influence and expand their, their influence so that the royalty of people, the, the purity of people's heart and mind are defiled. And uh, during the Second World War, the Nazis, their strategy of propaganda is, uh, is this. It says, if you tell a lie big enough and keep repeating it, people will eventually come to believe it. And that's how they brainwash the, the mind of the people so that these this, uh, many Young Germans will rise up together and, and, and commit those, those, those uh, war crimes and thinking that they are doing right. So let me repeat that again. If you tell a lie big enough and keep repeating it, people will eventually come to believe it. So we've got to rise up and counter the attack of the evil one. Don't you keep silent when you heard that. You rise up and begin to deal with that, that foul spirit so that Satan will not be able to gain a foothold 
into our midst. So the enemies uh, like to divide and rule. Divide and rule. The enemy doesn't mind. Or you having a little groups, little group there, each one do their own things. And in the political arena, you see that. They don't mind you having starting this party and that party election time. There's so many different parties standing for one seat. Because that divides the votes, right? Divides the strength of the opposition. When we are united, when we stand together as one, the enemy trembles because we'll be able to do great, great things. So that's why, you know, people, the Christians are so ignorant, are so foolish. They have their little group there, you know, they think that they're doing so fine. Well, they love Jesus, but they didn't know Satan has come in to cause that division, causes them to, to defile authority and having their little group there. And they say, oh, we love Jesus. But they are under demonic inference. So Paul says in the 2 Corinthians 13 verse 8, For we cannot do anything against the truth, but only for the truth. Those who serve the Lord, this is our hearts, this is our desire. We only do for the truth, not against the truth. So let's look at uh, the second part of verse 15, 2 Corinthians 10. Our hope is that as your faith continues to grow, our sphere of activities among you will greatly expand. So the reason Paul come out to defense and he wants us to rise up to defend against the attack of the evil one is so that the believer's faith will continue to grow. So that the, the church ministry will continue to expand. The kingdom of God will continue to expand. That's the only motive. But those who, use, who are used by God, uh, sorry, those who are used by the devil, by Satan, their motive is proof, to prove that they are right, to prove that they are better. It's self at the center. But the servant of God, their hearts and their desire is to see the kingdom expand and the people are being built up. That's all that is in their desire when they come and de defend. When they boast, they will not tell lies. They will not boast beyond limit. But they will say what God has done uh, in our midst and for them. So, if this kind of attack happens and we do not deal with it, as we are supposed to, what will happen? Let's look at uh, 2 Corinthians 12, 20 to 21. For I am afraid that when I come, I may not find you as I want you to be, and you may not find me as you want me to be. I fear that there may be discord, jealousy, fits of rage, Selfish ambition, slander, gossip, arrogance, and disorder. I'm afraid that when I come again, my God will humble me before you, and I will be grieved over many who have sinned earlier. 
and have not repented of the impurity, sexual sin, debauchery, in which they have indulged. So when we do not deal with the problem, we allow it to uh, simmer. We allow it to just uh, continue to 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 be there. Things will begin to spread. Things will get worse. And when you want to deal, eventually want to deal with it, you have to pay a great price because the situation sometimes are beyond repair because we did not deal with it initially. So Paul is writing to the Christians, hey, deal with it now because if you don't, when I come, I'm going to deal with it. And I'm afraid that the, the, the problem will be so serious, the damage will be so bad that I have to do what I have to do and deal with the problem. So, we want to look at the different words that's been described here to, to help us to understand the severity of the problem if we do not deal with the attack because Satan is behind it. And often we're just so ignorant. We think that it's just human. It's just personality. It's just different opinion. We've got to understand demons are working in Christians, in the church, to want to bring this order. So let's, let's look at what Paul says. He says, if, I, I'm afraid that when I come, what do I discover? Discord. There will be conflicts, fights, argument, discord, jealousy, while competing with one another, trying to prove that they are better, trying to prove that they are right. Jealousy, selfish ambition. The motive behind it is to get what they want. It's self. It's not about Jesus, it's not about the church, but it's self. They want to prove who they are. They want to prove that they are of worth, they are somebody. Selfish ambitions, fits of rage. There are division taking place. There are groups, different groups that is there. And ang- the anger against one another. That, that, that explode, that, that is in the open. It's no longer a hidden problem. Oh, secret top here and there. No, it's in the open against the other group. Slander. Because the motive is proof that they are right. So they will use truth and twist it accuse the, the, the leader slander, they'll be slander trying to destroy the character the, the ministry of the other person slander, gossip they continue to spread they continue to work behind the scene, want to influence people to follow them, so that they, they claim that oh, there are so many people behind them, they are so right gossip arrogance they're so hardened, so proud, so, you know, they think they're so right, they will not listen. 
the arrogance that is there. You know, when you come to this point, it's beyond repair. So the final thing, which is the, the angle of what Satan wants to do, is disorder. Disorder. Rebellion. Insubmissive. All kinds of all confusion. You know, so you can't, by this time, you can't tell what is right, what is wrong. There's, there's so much disorder. Mix, the, the, the mixture inside that is, is hard to, to divide the good from the bad. So, this is a consequence if we do not deal with the attack of the evil one, if we do not see that this is the schemes of the devil and we allow people to, to do that, to, to attack leaders and to bring about such division. And the, but the goal, the goal of our rising up to defense and, and to deal with this problem is for full restoration, full restoration. And uh, that's why we've got to take the attack or accusation of, uh, against the leader seriously. Because Satan loves to do it. He's doing it. And we've got to make sure that this, this accusation is established, firmly established, beyond any doubt. Look at 1 Timothy 5.19. Do not entertain an accusation against an elder unless it is brought by two or three witnesses. Do not entertain. You know, here is not saying two or three persons who come and accuse them, we listen because they are two or three persons. Because the two or three persons can gang up together. Remember, the nation, the whole nation against Moses. But what the word of God is saying, hey, do not simply accuse, do not entertain. Even if people are trying to tell you something, do not entertain them. Don't listen to them. Unless it's, it's factual, right? It's established. So, any other thing, any other opinion, any other uh, accusation, you just, you just have to reject it. Okay, because, because that's a serious charge. And Satan very often is behind it, so we've got to be careful. And then to, when Paul deals with this problem, he gets to the root of the problem. You know, some people... When you talk to them, suddenly they brought up some accusation that happens 10 years ago, 20 years ago. Oh, you know that root of bitterness is there. Satan has been working for 10, 20 years in, in that person. And you know how difficult it is to resolve that problem when he's there for 10, 20 years with Satan working there. Okay, so that's why Paul wants to get to the root of the problem. Look at uh, 2 Corinthians 13, verse 2. I already gave you a warning when I was with you the second time 
I now repeat it while absent. On my return, I will not spare those who sin earlier or of the others. Since you are demanding proof that Christ is speaking through me, he is not weak in dealing with you, but is powerful among you. So Paul was very serious in dealing with this problem that happens in the church and warned them. And he wants them to resolve the problem. When he comes, he's going to trace the root. He's not going to let bygones be bygone. You understand? Because of the root of bitterness, the root of sin, sinfulness. And that's why he, he, will, he will not spare those who sin earlier. It's gone. It's over. But yet he will not spare them. Why? Because he needs to get to the root of the problem. Not that he's out there to re take revenge. Remember? His only desire is to see that the church is united. The church have full restoration, not superficial, not, not uh, uh, this kind of apparent uh, restoration, but down inside, there's still a lot of things brewing. No, Paul wants to get to the root of the problem because he wants to see full restoration. Without it, the kingdom of God cannot expand. The church cannot grow and move forward. And so, that's why he said he would not spare those who sinned earlier. And then, uh, yeah, he will use his power and authority to deal with these people. Look at verse 9. 2 Corinthians 13, 9 and 10. We are glad whenever we are weak, but you are strong. And our prayer is that you may be fully restored. This is why I write these things when I'm absent that when I come, I may not have to be harsh in my use of authority. The authority the Lord gave me for building you up, not for tearing you down. So can you see? We need to rise up. We need to use our authority to deal with the problem. That means there are authority. There are different levels of authority that God has given so we must honor and respect the authority and, and also use the authority. The purpose is for full restoration. Full restoration. And in using authority, well, sometimes you've got to be harsh. This is what Paul said, I come to you, I may not have to be harsh in my use of authority. Why? Because you're dealing with people who are stubborn, who are rebellious, who are so hardened, who just do not listen to, to the truth, the reasoning, and they, don't, they just don't want to change what they hold on to. And they think they're right. They're arrogant. Okay, so Paul said, I, I will be harsh in use of authority. And uh, I just remember something that happened in a particular organization. This particular person is released of the authority that... Uh, or responsibility that he's, he's in charge of. But he kept some of the things that belongs to the organization. And despite of the 
gentle reminder and a sort of a kind uh, message to ask the person to return. The person just do not respond and refuse to respond until finally this organization has to write a letter, a harsh letter, and say, if you do not return this thing that belongs to us, you are, we, we consider this as theft. In our, you have stolen them. So as a result of this very stern word, the person reacts, the person begins to respond. So in order to deal with problem with this kind of people who refuse to respond to, to the truth, to reasoning, to kindness, you have to be harsh in using the authority. And when Paul used those authority, his purpose well, against these people is to tear down, tear down their pride, tear down what they hold on to, uh, the, the, the deception that they hold on to, in order that there will be repentance and there will be full restoration. So I hope this uh, teaching will help us to open our eyes to see this, the schemes of the evil one in our life, wanting to pollute our hearts, defile our hearts with root of bitterness, wanting to destroy the church, destroy the unity of the church. He uses Christian, he uses internal people, leaders, to attack the leaders. So that the work of God is hindered, the kingdom of God cannot advance because of this. And so we, I hope our eyes are open so that we will not allow Satan to bring about such attack, such defilement against the church of Jesus Christ. His schemes will not deceive us so that we fall into his snare and be used by him and yet thinking that we are serving the Lord. It's sad, isn't it? Right, I hope this is a warning, this is a teaching for us to, to lay hold of so that if things happen like this, we will rise up against it. We'll rise up to speak the truth. We'll rise up to deal with it. Get to the root of the problem so that the enemies will not be able to destroy the church of Jesus Christ. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for your words. We thank you for the revelation that you are revealing concerning the schemes of the evil one, especially against us as Christians, against the church, by causing division, disorder in our midst. Father, I pray that you will cover your church with the truth, O oh God, so that your truth will be able to dispel and destroy every lies and every accusation, slander of the evil one. Father God, glorify your church, I pray, so that your name may be glorified. We thank you, Lord. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The Lord bless you. We'll see you again next week. Amen.